Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. Wicked your leg. Get out. No fooling around, Rock. <laughs> Burgess Meredith is tremendous. I love that fucking guy in this movie. He's a wicked. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, Rocky's jogging back to uh, his apartment. He's shadow boxing or street boxing as he's jogging around here. Yeah, now kids are starting to yell, hey, Rocky. Hey, Rock. Hey, come on, Rock. And Adrian's there in her awesome ass red coat with the fur. Like you said, she's dressing better now. She's feeling confident. Yeah. That's coming out. In the way she presents herself to the world, like she bought a new coat for herself, and it looks great. She yeah, looks awesome. So, such a such a big difference. Like she's wearing whatever it is, like a little tam hat or whatever. Yeah, like the little, little fedora, whatever. Not fedora, the little beret hat. And she yeah, bought and him then, uh, butt kiss. Butt kiss. But yeah, running around and he's great with them, and it's 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 a great little scene. It's a great look at Adrian. Again, and her, like you said, her confidence is growing. She's looking at him in the eye now. You don't get any sense of that meek, shy, head down, I'm not yeah. looking at anybody anymore. She knows he gives a fuck about her. Yeah. And she bought him Butkus so he had somebody to run with. And the shot of him running with Butkus is awesome. Yeah, I was about to say. So it's so cool of him, like, running. And like you said earlier, like, they didn't have permits. Like, they're running. There's, like, cars and traffic and everything around behind him and stuff like that. It's actually a really great quick little shot and then of course he shows up at the meat locker and has his conversation with paulie because paulie called the news and brought the news truck down because rocky punches sides of beef (laughs) as part of his training it's beef in his spare time and paulie is loaded paulie's greased to the titties (laughs) when rocky shows up here he's drunk as fuck and uh rocky's not happy that there's this crew here that wants to interview him he's like what the fuck are you doing like bring this shit but they end up you know rocky and and paulie end up fucking with each other and stallone ends up holding them i think that's an ad lib i think it's an ad lib -lib because he leans in he goes hey my sister really likes you and stallone fucking smiles he starts laughing when he throws him against the wall i'm gonna fucking kill you he's laughing like and he's laughing so i think it's an ad lib but it works like it Again, there's never a moment in the film where you really feel like people are acting. Like, this is such a legit film. Yeah. 
And a little cameo here, the, the camera guy and the lighting guy for the interview are the director and the cinematographer of the movie. Oh, that's, sweet. That's John Avildsen and James Crabb. Uh, so they, they make a little appearance of themselves in the uh, the movie here. And I love that they start to do the interview and fucking Polly peeks out in the back. They're like, the Italian guy's peeking out in the back. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that guy, the meat guy. The is meat peeking. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever he says. The meat yeah, guy's peeking out in the back. Guy. She looks around the like, meat guy. Hey, the, the meat guy. But this is another. Well, this is the fucking great scene. Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, I was just, yes, this is another this is great amazing. scene. Because she talks to him about why do you train here and what's going on. Rocky explains about, you know, my my friend here lets me into the locker and she's like well can we see you hit the hit it here and do what you do and rocky starts punching the side of beef here and we get the cut to duke sitting there watching this interview and rocky's rocky is fucking laying into these sides of beef like punching hard and you see yeah, duke man. leaning in and we get that pullback to carl weathers to apollo creed talking business talking about you know do this make sure the cameras are there blah 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 and yeah, I want to send two two hundred roses right. to the mayor's wife. Let's uh, sell off some Canadian rights. He's all business, and right over his shoulder, you can see Duke staring at the TV and Rocky straight murdering these sides of beef. It's a fucking great shot, it's man. All, and you see Duke go, "Yo, champ!" Hey, champ! Gotta come look at this boy. You're gonna fight on TV. Looks like he means business. Yeah, yeah, I mean business too. And Apollo's like, yeah, I'm taking it serious too, whatever, man. Anyway, those Canadian rights, like, he yeah. totally blows Duke off, doesn't give a fuck. And Duke is, con- you can see it in his face. He's like, this motherfucker yeah. is training hard. And he can this tell he is, it's hard. He's not playing. Yeah, he's a southpaw, and he is breaking the ribs of several cattle on <laughs> fucking television. <laughs> <laughs> and he co- and then he comes back, and he's out of breath. And his hands are drenched in fucking yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> The reporter's like, yeah. Diana Lewis at the meat house with Southpaw Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Like, like Diana Lewis at the meat house. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really, really, that's a great scene. What the fuck is the meat house? And the shot now of Polly coming home drunk here. Apparently, Burt Young, when he was walking here drunk, picks up the garbage can and shit. A real drunk came up to him when he was shooting this and was like, hey, man, you're not, you're not. You're not doing that uh, right. You don't look uh, like a drunk. You should. Can I teach? Can I show you how to be a a, 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 a guy who drinks too much? Really? And Bert was like, "Yeah, show me." And took lessons from the dude on how to be a drunk. Took lessons from a a random drunk guy. <laughs> Some I random know fucking that. drunk that's dude that showed up on awesome. set. <laughs> Which is an amazing thing. Like that's fucking tremendous. But now we get a really good scene here because. Paulie's fucking loaded, and Rocky and Adrian are in here watching a movie, and they're talking about about Paulie, yeah. And they don't know that he's there initially, and then Paulie flips the light on, and is like, "Fuck you, don't do me no favors," and just starts lacing into them. Again, he's the crab in the bucket. He does, he sees them being happy, and he's like, "Fuck your happiness. You're supposed to be miserable like yeah. everybody else. You fucks like." And gets the bat, yeah. You know what I mean? And starts smashing shit. But we really see the breakdown of Paulie here, too, where he's initially full of bravado, like, get get out of my house. Yeah. Both of you get out of my house. And Rocky's like, dude, it's cold outside. What are you doing? Like, come on, man. And Paulie gets the bat and starts smashing shit on the on the top of the dresser. Yeah. And, and uh, 
Adrian is obviously concerned, and Rocky very, you know, nicely here as Polly starts breaking lamps and shit, just covers Adrian's head and protects her. Yeah. But Adrian jumps right up and basically gets in Polly's face when he has the bat. But uh, Polly's insecurities just come fucking pouring out of him here. Well, Polly, Polly's like Polly saying, uh, Polly saying things like. You owe me. He goes, you know, you didn't get me a job with Gazzo. Yep. You know, I got, I got me uh, for you in the locker every day. Yeah. He goes, I give you meat. And he's saying to Adrian, he goes, I put you two together. Uh, he's like, Adrian, I never got married because of you. Yeah. Like he's basically putting that, putting that on. And this is where Adrian has her turn. Cause he's like, you owe me. He, she's like, I owe you. And then Adrian's like, I cook for you. I clean for you. I take up your dirty clothes. I take care of you, Polly. Yeah. I take care of you. Like basically flipping the relationship where, you know, Polly thought that Polly's presenting it like he's he takes care of Adrian, but then Adrian realizes is like, I take care of you. Yeah. Like you're the drunk. But he breaks a little bit here where, you know, he's like, I didn't get married because of you, you know, you owe me. And she says, You owe me! like he breaks like he almost starts to cry yeah when he says you're supposed to be nice to me you're supposed to be good to me or something like that and that's when she fucking snaps and throws him on the couch and is like fuck you i take care of you like you don't do shit for me yeah you just make me feel like an asshole all the fucking time and then you know he calls her a name or something and she runs down the hall he says you're busted you ain't no virgin that's right that's right you're busted yeah he calls her out that's right i forgot about that and that's when rocky grabs him and throws him on the fucking couch and holds him there. And uh, go, but yeah. when he walks into the bedroom and she's sitting in the chair with her back straight yep. and her chin up. Amazing. And she just goes, do you want a roommate? Yep. Like, she's not, like, she's just sitting. She's but the not way broken. She's, sitting, she's not broken. She's anymore. not broken at all. Like, she's just like, let's get the fuck out. Let's leave Polly the fuck alone. I'm moving in with you. Yep. You want a roommate? Yeah, I'd love one. I, lo- I like this scene, too, because <laughs> Rocky's in the ring now hitting pads with Mickey. And Mickey introduces uh, the cut man. This is your cut man, right? And he says, mm. this is your cut man, Rock. Al Silvani, this is Rock. Al Silvani is not the fucking character's name. That's the actor's name who plays the cut man. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. That's awesome. The actor's name is that. Al Silvani. And Burgess Meredith was yeah. just like, this is Al Silvani. <laughs> like, just said the fucking guy's yeah. real name. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. It's awesome. It's really funny. But, uh, and they left it in. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. So good. So Rock's hitting the bag here, and Polly comes in. And this is the kind of, you know, mend the fences scene here, where Polly's yep. like, hey, can I talk to you? And he's literally holding the bag with a cigar in his left hand <laughs> as yep. Rocky's lacing yep. his bag back and forth. But, uh, you know, they, they have a little chat here, and they end up coming back together and being like, ah, all right, you're okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. And they're fine. Yeah, Paulie says, "I can, can I? I want to. Yeah, I can make some money off your uh, name through yeah. advertising. I know about that yeah. stuff. Yeah, off your name." And he's like, uh, "Hey, if you can make money off my name, Paulie, you go yeah. right ahead." So, and then the great shot of him running through that rail yard with the sun coming up behind him, 
where he's holding the bricks. Where the fuck was he jogging down the street with the burning fucking garbage cans right next. and like the shanty town? Because, like, no, but where? Oh, like, that is I don't, that I don't fuck, dude. A spot in Philadelphia because it is. It looks like I think they filmed this like, in L.A. It doesn't look like those are extras. With other than certain location shots, a lot of this was filmed in L.A. So it might have been docks in L.A. or something. I don't know. Man, because that looks like a real fucking rundown street that he's going down. Like there's oh, a lot is. of. It is. They they literally stopped the car and were like, "Get out and run, Sly." No permit, no shit, no nothing. Because he was just running through some fucking... That would look like a fucking hard neighborhood, man. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. And then he runs through the stalls and shit where all the shop people are looking at him. Again, yeah, yeah. no permits, no nothing. They were just running him through these, this market, basically. And people were just looking at him like, why is this fucking guy running around with his camera filming him? Like, what in the... Fu-? They didn't know what was happening. The, the dude that tosses him the orange and Rocky catches it, that was just some fucking guy. Like, that That's wasn't fucking... planned. That was just some market owner that was like, hey, have a, have a fucking apple hey, or whatever he tossed have an yeah, And he yeah. caught him and just kept running. Like, that guy, that guy didn't know he was going to be in a movie. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, going to the fucking, hey, the biggest movie of the year, and there you are tossing a fucking orange to the guy, and you're like, fuck, I think I remember that. Like, you're like, where's my check, awesome. motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the, the scene here now where... Stallone is running along the dock, and he's gradually picking up speed. This motherfucker could run, dude. He, he is written at the end. <laughs> yeah, in his fucking Chuck Taylors. Oh, yeah. And we get that pump-up music. Gonna fly now. Yeah, right? man. It's amazing. Tremendous. And this is the this is the super iconic shot. Super no, no, sorry, iconic shot. I was going to say, when they, when they did the composition for this music, which is awesome, and they knew, like, this is where Rocky's going to be running. This is the big pump-up song. He's going to run up the steps of the art gallery. Like, this is the big moment. And one of the guys said, it should feel like Rocky's actually going to fly now. And that's where they got the title from. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like it just this was... movie is filled with fucking trivia that just, like, it makes you shake your head. Like, it's crazy. It, you'd think it's like a multi-million dollar movie with all this stuff planned out, but they're like, hey, that sounds good. Then a guy tossed an orange, and he caught it. Yeah. And they said, hey. They just made like, the best of that incredible. shit. incredible. You know? That last shot where he's at the top of the steps, jumping up and down, hey, and it pulls in tight on his face. Yeah. That shot was actually a pull-away shot where they were pulling away. Oh, and they reversed it. They reversed it because for the drama, it was better to pull tight on him. Jesus. So it's nuts, man. All the little things they took advantage of and made work. It's great. Really, really great. Like, this movie's tremendous. There's a reason it won Best Picture. Even though, uh, with the with the competition it was against, should it have? Uh, debatable. But it's really fucking good. Yeah. And uh, I love, this is another one. When Fuck, we get man. The, the, the scene where Rocky leaves Adrian and goes to the venue. And he's just standing there by the ring, looking up at this big-ass poster of Apollo Creed in his American Stripe shorts. And then... <laughs> He gets in the ring, and he turns around, and he sees his banner with him up there. And the banner of him is a picture of him, obviously, but it's got... Red shorts and a white stripe. That was an actual fuck-up that the printers did. Fuck off. Really? Because this is one of the... This is this is a key moment in the film. Like, yes. Because Jurgens comes down, and he's like, yep. hey, Mr. Jurgens, uh... The poster's wrong. I'm wearing white trunks with a red stripe. And Jurgens looks at it and looks at him and goes, doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think you're going to give us all a good show. And you're just like, 
I thought that was so intentional because it just basically nope. that's when Rocky realizes that this is just a fucking game. Like yeah. he's you guys don't he's kind of grown as a character. Like I'm still getting fucked. Like people still I'm don't s- believe in me. Still that's getting so played. crazy. So once they found that banner and were like, "What the fuck, you guys?" They were like, "You know what? We'll just rewrite it." And they wrote that part to fit the fuck up. And they were like, "We'll just make Rocky like Rocky's gonna say it and point it out." What was gonna happen before? Because this is a key. This leads up to the the most important conversation in the film. This is the catalyst for the next conversation yep. that he has with Adrian. Yes. So I'm which, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this movie, and I'm shocked that you're telling me that that was an actual fuck up that they wrote this dialogue around because I always thought it was like, I really thought that this was the climax of the character and then having the most important conversation next. Yeah. It works so well with the theme of the movie and him real, like you just said, he realizes he's still getting fucked with and they don't give a fuck of getting his shit right. They don't care. And then he sadly walks out of the arena and goes back to have the conversation with Adrian, which is one of the most important, best scenes in the movie. And they didn't even want to fucking film this scene. This scene with Adrian was shot in one take because they were done filming. And Stallone was like, this is really fucking important. Like, we have to have this scene. And they were like, all right, you got one take. He did this shit in one take. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion, part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.